if your stuff is not that clear, like if your stuff is not crystal clear, where everybody who currently knows you is able to refer you and be able to communicate what it is that you do and the value you provide when you're not in the room, like that should be your primary focus. Like that should be your primary focus. You're listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast, episode 50. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each season, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve, sell, and scale your consulting business. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. If you are ready for a transparent, all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, corporate engineer turned online business consultant, Jerisha Hawk. Great day, Jerisha Hawk here. I want to talk one, just recently was celebrating over a bowl of Fruit Loops because I accomplished my goal for this month which was to pitch myself to 10 different places. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but I'm really, really excited because I submitted my 10th pitch today and I'm very proud of myself. But I wanted to talk with you guys today about how do you actually prepare to start pitching yourself and why having a signature service really does position you as an expert which allows you to make it a lot easier to actually go out there, pitch yourself and set yourself up to actually convert clients while doing that. So one thing about me is, so I've been in business about two and a half years now. And in the very, very, very beginning stages of my business, like when I was starting to get some traction and like people were starting to see me showing up online more consistently and just being more visible. I had so many people reaching out saying like, Jay, the way for you to grow your business, like to get more eyes on your business, to be able to convert more clients is you need to be using PR. Like you need to be pitching yourself. You need to be doing all this stuff with PR. And at the time I almost got suckered in, but at the time, like I really had not yet established a few things in my business, which I'm going to share with you guys I think it's really important to have a few things in place before you actually start actively pitching yourself. But I was like, you know, I'm not at a point right now in my business where if I'm getting more visibility, which so many of us are craving, right? Like so many of us are like, Jay, you know, I want more visibility. I need more eyes on my business. That's the way for me to go out there and convert clients. But the thing that many people forget is like, who cares about getting all that attention if your systems and your operations is not set up to convert every one of those new leads. And at that stage in my business, I did not have those systems in place to make sure that if I was getting a bunch of, it's like having the Oprah effect. And I know when Oprah would put people's businesses went out, I went bankrupt or went out of business because they couldn't handle the demand after they got the Oprah effect. Meaning let's say you were like, just imagine right now, Is your business, if somebody were to send a thousand new leads your way, would your business be able to handle that demand? Like legitimately, like if 10,000 new leads, I mean like buying individuals came to your website and came to your business today, would you be able to handle that demand? Do you have the capacity to serve another 10,000 people? Or like I said, or we can scale down. Let's say a thousand new leads came your way today. 
would you be in a position where you could serve those thousand people? Answer is no. So I'm like, bruh, I know I got a story to share. And I know if somebody gives me a platform, I will share my story. But there is no way I'm about to sit here and invest in getting more visibility on my business when the back end of my business is not actually set up to monetize and serve all those new leads. And that's why I think so many business owners go wrong. So I think that's why I didn't bite those like pitches or that I got from PR agents or public relations professionals back then was because like my business isn't set up to do that. And I'm like, if all those leads even came my way, I don't even know which one of my offers I would actually want to sell them. Right. Because in the beginning stages, you're just trying to figure stuff out. Like you're testing new offers. You're trying to figure out what's going to stick. You're trying to actually figure out like, you know, one thing we talk a lot about in services that sell is something called the pop method. And like, do you have a process in place to deliver consistent results to your clients? And if you don't have that, you know, again, like if you were to get even 10 new clients on your roster today, if you were to convert 10 new clients today, would you be able to handle that capacity? Like, would you be able to offer the same level of service to every one of those new clients and, you know, have your processes structured in a way that gets them all consistent results? And for most of us, I know for me back then, the answer was no. I'm like, even if I converted 10 new clients today, your girl would be struggling. So that's why I didn't bite the bullet. But that doesn't mean I'm like, you know, let me be patient before I start to go out there and actively seek publicity. Let me be patient because so many people are so focused on, I need more eyes on my business. I want a larger reach. I want to expand my PR. Like I want to do all these things. I need to be more visible from a PR perspective. But like, if you can't sell to an organic audience, like, I don't know what makes you think you'll be able to sell to a cold audience. Meaning like if people who know you, who already like you and who trust you are not buying from you, you will have a very, 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 very difficult time selling to somebody who does not know you from Joe Schmo off the streets. And that's basically what PR is doing. Like you're getting in front of cold leads, like you're getting in front of people who don't know who you are. So these are a couple of things that I was intentional on making sure that I had in place before I had this active, like before I did this proactive and like outreach to start to gain new publicity. First thing I did was made sure that I was very clear on what problem I was actually solving with the services that I sold. You know, this is really, really big. This is why I created my program services that sell mainly because I think like the things that we teach in my program are like foundational. Like if you can't do these basic things, like your business is not going to last, like you're doomed (laughs) because one, you need to know what problem you solve. So back then I was testing out a bunch of different things. Like I was trying to be an empowerment coach. I was trying to help with life coaching. I was teaching Facebook, like, you know, how to be visible on Facebook. I was um, teaching a corporate dropout program. I teaching a program talking about like how to launch your hustle. Like I was positioning myself and testing out these different angles of positioning. I didn't really know what thing I wanted to be known for. Like, and that's important for you guys is you have to decide what you want your, and this is why I know we call this packaging this into a signature service. You need to decide what is the one thing that you want to be known for. And this is just in the beginning. Like if you're earning less than six figures a year, like this is really, really important because you do need to establish the trunk of your tree before you start to build out all these extra branches. So it was important for me to first figure out what did I want to be known for? Like what was going to be the trunk of my tree? Like the root of what my reputation is built on? What is that one thing? 
And what is that one problem that I solve for clients where I can produce consistent results in it? And in order for you to get to a place where you have a proven process, meaning that you know if somebody were to hire you, you're not customizing the back end of the process every single time a new client comes on. You are walking clients through a proven system step-by-step to get a result and you're able to produce consistent results. That means you're going to have to do it for a period of time. Like you're going to need to be committed to doing one thing for a period of time. So that was really important. You know what problem you're solving and you need to know what is that one person who is your minimum viable audience that you're trying to solve that problem for. And again, that took me time to figure out, but this is why it's so important to know who your minimum viable audience is. Because another thing, when you think about PR and pitching yourself, like who cares if you're speaking, like let's say you get a hundred speaking gigs this year, right? Like, and that's also another capacity thing. People are like, I want to do more speaking. I want to do, you know, be more visible. Like, do you even have the capacity to speak more often? Do you have the capacity to be traveling more often, to go to these speaking engagements? All these things, right? You need to think about your capacity. But who cares if you book 100 speaking engagements when everybody in the audience is not your ideal audience? Like, who cares? For me, so one thing I guess it's, let me clarify this. It is important to understand what type of business model you are trying to create and trying to execute. If you're just out here trying to be famous and like, Everybody knows you, but you ain't got nothing to sell and you're not making no money off of it. This live stream probably isn't going to be that helpful for you. Now, if you are somebody who is like, no, I want to be able to monetize the eyes that I have. I want to monetize the followers that are starting to like my pages and follow me on Instagram. I want to be able to monetize the attention that I'm getting by selling a service or selling a product. You need to be, it is very, very important that you need to know who your minimum viable audience is. You need to know. So when you start pitching yourself, you know what outlets to pitch yourself to because you know that their audience is your ideal audience. In the beginning, I didn't have that clear. So I'm like, I was working full time, studying for the GMAT, trying to go back to grad school and building my business. I'm like, I don't have time to waste just pitching myself any and everywhere when I really don't even know who it is I'm trying to attract. And I really don't know what problem it is that I'm solving. So that means it's going to be very difficult for me to even know who I need to pitch myself to. Because if you don't know those first two things, like those are the most two important things for you to nail down. Because if you do not have those two things down, like who cares about getting the interview, speaking on the TV channel, like being featured in the magazine, if it does nothing, (laughs) like it's not producing, it's not even setting yourself up to produce any actual results. So those things were really, really big for me. And then the third thing is after you know, you need to know what problem you solve and you need to know who your minimum viable audience is. You need to know, like the third thing is you need to know what you're actually, like how to actually sell, right? So I know far too often people will be doing speaking engagements, speaking at workshops, like doing podcast interviews and they're getting all this publicity, but they have nothing in place to actually sell anything. So if somebody loves hearing you speak and they're like, okay, what can I learn from you next? It's like, oh, bro, I ain't got nothing. I was just here to get the PR. And a custom person looking at you like, what you mean? And I'm going to be looking at you like, what are you doing? Like, if you don't have anything tangible, like something for somebody to buy after they've heard you speak, like you're shooting yourself in the foot. People don't make like, and I'm going to just be very frank. Okay. And like you can ask pretty much any online entrepreneur, any entrepreneur really, 
Very, very few business models actually make a legitimate profit off the event that they host. Not saying that it's not possible. I'm not saying that people don't make money off their events, but nine times out of 10, people don't earn their big dollars from the event that they're hosting. Unless you're like a big dog, like Rachel Hollis. I love watching her and her husband, Dave, on their little morning show. They have an event called Rise. They sell tickets anywhere from $50 to $1,800. They just sold out a 7,000 person event within like four hours. So a homegirl made a couple mil today. We are not on Rachel Hollis status, right? Like we are not, you know, nine time New York best-selling authors who have audiences of millions. Like we are not there yet. So like, if you're trying to make income off of events, like you can, but like really where people make the largest amount of money is on what they sell when they are on stage. That thing that they're selling at the end, that's where people make most of their profit. Like most event hosts and event people, they break even at best on the events that they run, but they make their income off the thing that they sell after the event. Today's episode is brought to you by the Divi WordPress theme by Elegant Themes. Unless you are a small business owner who is not interested in growing your brand online, you need to have a website. Back in the early stages of launching my business, I wanted to look like an expert from the start, but I didn't have the budget to hire a world-class web designer. I had to build my own website from scratch, but I didn't want it to look like I did it myself. That's when I discovered the Divi WordPress theme. Divi is more than just a theme. It's a website building framework that makes it possible to design beautiful websites without ever touching a single line of code. Its visual drag and drop feature is changing the game. And this website theme is the one I have always used in my business. Your website is the online face of your company and you should be proud to have it represent you. Stop feeling embarrassed to give out your URL and send a potential client to your website. Visit jerishahoff.com backslash website and try the Divi WordPress theme for free today. In the next two hours, you could DIY a professional website using Divi. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash website to try the Divi WordPress theme for free. Another thing that you need to prepare yourself to do when you're pitching yourself is you need to know what it is that you're going to be selling. Like you need to have a solid offer that you are selling. And because that now will dictate like, okay, whatever it is that you're going to be speaking about on that podcast or on that stage needs to be aligned with the thing that you're going to be like, you know, that you want people to know you for and eventually want people to ask you about. So then you can sell them into whatever your thing is. But let's say, you know, I sell services that sell is the thing that I want to be known for. It's a simple process for underperforming service providers, you know, people earning less than $5,000 a month consistently, teaching them how to sell using Facebook Live and sales calls. So if I know that that is the problem that I solve and the offer that I want to sell and the audience that I want to sell to, it would make no sense if I were to get on stage and start talking about like, I don't know. I can't even think of something that's not aligned with my offer. But like for me to talk about like, you know, how to cook quick meals as a new entrepreneur while you're still working your nine to five. Like I'm really trying. I can't even think of something. Like it would make no sense for me to get on stage talking about like why every girl needs to have a custom wig. Because I could sell that. 
But like, it would make no sense for me to be, you know, sometimes people are having interviews. Like, let me give another good example. So I recently spoke on the Side Hustle Pro podcast by Michaela Matthews. If you do not listen to Side Hustle Pro, like you need to go subscribe and add that to your iTunes podcast playlist like immediately. But I spoke on her podcast, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago now. So I can't remember how long ago it was, maybe a month or two ago. And within two weeks of that podcast airing, I was able to generate over $10,000 in revenue. And it wasn't like it was a paid, you know, I didn't pay to be on her podcast. We didn't have an affiliate relationship going. I didn't make any hard sales on the podcast. But if you don't know these three things, right, you don't know what problem it is that you're solving. You don't know what person it is that you're actually trying to sell to, who your minimum viable audience is. And if you have not actually packaged an offer that you can sell, there's no way I would have been able to convert like convert that type of revenue off that one 45 minute podcast interview. And the reason why I was able to do that was because if you know those three foundational things, that is your end goal. You want people to know you for that. You want to be able to establish your authority in that. And you ultimately want to create content, whether you're, you know, that you're speaking on behalf of that leads people who want to solve that problem to know that you had the solution. And that's what I did. Right. So I made sure that anytime I speak anywhere, it will be aligned with the core offer that I'm selling. So if you don't have those things in place, like I would have several seats, like boop, 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 take a sit down, okay? Sit down and get very, very, very clear on those foundational things. And that's why, you know, I was just patient. I was like, look, if I show up, if I keep providing value, if I am visible on my own channels being organic, if I'm able to establish myself as an expert, Like one, people will just come to you because they will see you, right? People will notice, like people notice good people. You know, I've been featured in Forbes. I've been featured in Black Enterprise. I've been featured in my local newspapers like two or three times. I have been, you know, approached to be on like dozens of podcasts before I ever pitched myself. And the reason being was because, you know, I was focused on doing me. Like I was focused on establishing those foundational things. And by me being doing my Facebook live videos and also by me creating a signature service, which is the thing that I am known for, you know, the thing that people know me for, it made it very easy for other people to refer me for other people to be like, Jay, you'd be dope for this article. Like I've submitted your name for you. Like if your stuff is not that clear, like if your stuff is not crystal clear, where everybody who currently knows you is able to refer you and be able to communicate what it is that you do and the value you provide when you're not in the room, like that should be your primary focus. Like that should be your primary focus. It's not so much about you deciding. One, you do need to decide what you want to be known for, who your minimum viable audience is, what problem that you're solving for them and actually packaging an offer that you can sell. Like you are responsible for that. But just because you know it, means nothing if other people aren't able to articulate it. And it doesn't mean anything if you're not able to communicate the value of what you do to the point where other people understand and they're able to also like say it back to somebody else and clearly communicate that this is what she does. That's where your focus should be. But now, you know, I'm at a point now in my business where my sales process is automated. If anybody who is watching this live stream video I'd say for the most part, if you've known me for at least, you know, a month or two, you'd be able to tell somebody else what it is that I do and what problem that I solve. And I have a way of monetizing every lead that comes my way 
now I'm ready to actually start pitching myself, right? Now I'm actually ready. So you have to do, like, I think so much in the online space, you get caught up, right? You see everybody else like, dang, she everywhere. She on this stage, on that stage, on that podcast, on that podcast, in that publication, in that publication. But like one, look, just because they printed on the pages don't mean they got the receipts to back it up, first and foremost. And two, like you don't know how much work this individual has been putting in behind the scenes when the cameras are off, when the nights are late. Like to make sure that they're in a position where they're monetizing everything, right? Like, so I think that's really, really important for you guys to know and why I think it's so valuable to have a signature service. Because another thing is when I talk about, well, that's another rabbit hole. I don't want to dive down that, that lane tonight. But those are just some of the foundational things that you need, in my opinion, like before you start actively pitching yourself. And I'm not saying that you have to wait like forever before you pitch yourself, but like if you're working full time or if you only have an extra five hours a week available or whatever, like that would not be my focal point of where you should be focusing your attention if you don't have those things in place. So I hope this was helpful. I said the other big thing for me that actually prepared me to pitch is I joined Selena Sue. She's absolutely amazing. She is like a heart of gold. But Selena Sue is a really, really big like public relations expert. And she has a course called Impacting Millions. And this is something that I purchased last year because I'm like, okay, as I'm spending the time figuring out like who my person is, what offer I want to be selling, knowing how to communicate, like learning how to position myself and how to communicate the value of what I offer, I know by 2019, I'll be ready to start actively pitching myself. So I joined her program mainly because like, look, this is not my area of expertise. (laughs) Like I was terrified to pitch myself because I'm like, what if I get rejected? What if somebody denies me? What if just nobody responds? Like I got issues. I was scared. I was like, "Mm -mm, I'm not about to be pitching myself and then um, looking stupid. Like I was really, really terrified to pitch myself. And I was fortunate in the beginning, like up until this point in my business where all the attention, the publicity that I was getting, people were just coming to me. I was like, you know, I'm already getting, I'm already in Forbes and Black Enterprise. I ain't got to do nothing. Like, I'm good. I'll just wait. And I'm like, no, Jay, you're not about to play some passive backseat role in your business. If you're getting this much like publicity, like one, I think that's a validation, right? Like you should be getting people coming to you because your stuff is that clear and other people understand, you know, the value of what you offer clear enough where you are in demand. For me, I'm like, I need to know that I'm in demand before, you know, I will qualify myself saying I'm ready to go pitch myself or have somebody pitch on my behalf. But I enrolled in her program because I did not like one, I was not confident. I was not confident in pitching myself or putting myself out there. I didn't know how to structure a pitch in an email. I just didn't know some of like the basic things that you need to know about pitching. And I was like, I'm definitely not about to be spending time trying to like figure this out on my own, watching some free webinars and trying to puzzle piece it together because I don't want to be pitching myself because that's the first impression that I'm making on whoever it is that I'm pitching. I did not want to be making a bad first impression because I didn't know how to pitch. So I'm a really, really, really big advocate on invest in experts who specialize in the thing, the problem it is that you want to solve and learn a proven process so you can get comfortable on taking that next step. And that's what I did, right? Like that's not my area of expertise. I'm not about to go try to become a PR expert. 
but I do want to know how to submit basic podcast pitches and how to do some of the basic things and, and get a few of those under my belt before I you know, get to a point in my business where it makes sense for me to outsource that aspect, right? To hire in a consultant or hire in somebody to join my team to do my pitching for me. So I'm just a really, really big advocate on making sure that like, if you don't know something, one, that's okay. But two, understand your, like understand the value of your time and like, just go learn from somebody who already has a proven process, who's already like has receipts, who's already established their expertise in something and like learn from them. And that's what I did. So I enrolled in her course, like March of last year, April of last year. And, you know, I didn't really even dive into the course until about four or five months after I bought it. Because I was focused on like getting those foundational things set up in my business first. So I waited, you know, I bought the course knowing that I wouldn't use it right away and waited about four or five months before I started like really diving into her content and like going through things. And yeah, that was probably like four or five months of preparation, preparation before I ever sent my first pitch. So I'm just really, really thankful for that. But that's just my two cents for y'all today how to make sure that you're prepared before you actually start pitching the power of having a signature service. And, you know, I qualify a signature service as a offer that is $1,500 or more um, that solves a very specific problem for a very specific person. It's the service that positions you as the authority and the one thing that you want to be known for. And this is why I think that's so valuable because when you become known for that one thing, you know, we have a student right now in services that sells Sophia. She has a signature service. Her business is called the Debt Demolisher, but she's known for that. Like she's known for helping people demolish their debt. And when you get known for that one thing, like you'll be surprised how quickly opportunities will just come your way because it's clear, like it's clear that people know what you're known for. They know where you can add value and they're able to like, oh, you need somebody that does this. You need to call her. Like it makes it easy to refer you. And that's really the power of having a signature service. It allows you to do that and allows it to make it very easy for other people to understand the value of what you offer. So yeah, I hope this was helpful. Thank you guys for tuning in today. That's all I got for y'all. So I will chat with y'all soon. Bye y'all. This episode was brought to you by my premium program, Services That Sell. If you've been thinking about turning the skills you currently have into a four-figure service that you can sell consistently, I encourage you to sign up for my free crash course training at jerishahawk.com backslash masterclass. I'll make sure you know everything you need to enroll high ticket clients using simple sales strategies. This method has been developed specifically for those who do not have an audience and don't want to spend thousands of dollars trying to get complicated funnels to work. This is your time to gain the clarity you so desperately crave to confidently sell your services online. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash masterclass now.